Raina Johnson is one of the people running for mayor who has been on the show a couple times. I never feel like I've got enough time with him because he clearly lays out his plan and has a lot to share with people who might be intrigued with what his plan is all about. Brandon, thanks for coming back to the show. I saw that you just released uh, a plan for safe and affordable housing. And within that, you talk about safety because, of course, that's at the top of everybody's mind today. Yeah, thank you for having me again. Teasing us with the song Summertime is probably not uh, the best choice for the day, but we appreciate it. We know it's coming. Um, But, yeah, look, you know, there are 65,000 people in the city of Chicago that are without homes of which 20,000 um, that are unhoused are students. And you know, as I shared before, you know, I started teaching in the Chicago public schools well over 15 years ago, and I know the devastation um, of, of those type of um, disinvestments bring to the classroom and to the larger school community. And so I'm very intentional about making sure that there um, is access to more affordable housing, um, that we are creating a pathway to home ownership, and that we're building public housing. I mean, there's a real opportunity for us to do something pretty special in the city of Chicago, if we really want to be a world-class city, you have to make sure that no one is too poor to live in it. Uh, Brennan was not only a public school teacher, he's a union organizer, Cook County commissioner. And Brandon, I, I ran into a security guard in the elevator at 303 East Wacker. I've told her story to every candidate we've had on. She's in her mid-20s. She lives in the city. Her concern was we don't have enough police officers. And then she said, well, wait a second. When we had enough, I didn't feel like there was that big of a difference. But she's concerned about the violence. Talk to the audience about what you as mayor can do to stem the tide of violence in the city. Yeah, it's a serious problem. It's affecting all of us. And as I mentioned before, I'm raising my family um, in one of the most violent neighborhoods in the entire city of Chicago. So this is not something that exists, you know, on the news, right? This is right outside my front door. And it is a serious problem, and we have to take it seriously, but we have to be smart about it. And so my plan is actually very comprehensive. The safest cities in America have one thing in common. They invest. And so we're going to spend to make sure that we are delivering with all expediency the consent decree. We're going to make sure that we promote within the rank and file to, to have more uh, detectives, up to 200 more detectives, so that they can help bring closure and solve the violence that is happening in the city of Chicago. But we're also dealing with more of the immediacy by hiring uh, young people. We're going to double the amount of young people that we're going to hire, um, not just for the summer, but throughout the, the year. There's a direct correlation between youth employment and violence reduction. We can do that immediately. But we're also going to pass treatment, not trauma. Why is that important? Because having first responders respond to ultimately what almost 40% of the 911 calls are, which are mental health crises, that frees up law enforcement to deal with the most serious violent crime. Over 40% of the crime that takes place in the city of Chicago occurs in 6% of the city of Chicago. We have to deploy resources equitably, but we have to do it in a very smart, strategic way. Um, And then finally, we're going to open up our mental health centers. The trauma that we are experiencing throughout the city of Chicago has left has left us all uh, less safe, and if we're going to get up out of this this dynamic, we have to deal with the immediacy of the violence, which my plan does, but also addressing the long term solutions. And my plan speaks to that. Cook County Commissioner Brandon Johnson is with us. He's running for mayor. The election is this Tuesday. Kevin Wells is in our news department. He's got a question for you. Hi, Brandon. Yeah, I'm reading through the protecting tenants portion now of your safe and affordable housing, and I I noticed uh, one part, one bullet point, talks about rent stabilization. You know, just as a renter in the city, rent is expensive. It tends to go up every year, and I was wondering if you could talk about your legislation, your proposal of 
Can you put maybe a dollar amount on it for those for those people wondering what that actually means? Yeah, we we definitely have to make sure that we are uh, providing stabilization because here's the thing: because it's not uh, stabilized and it's so inconsistent, it's difficult for families to make you know adjustments when those adjustments are are, are being proposed. Obviously, working with the General Assembly um, in Springfield, which I do have relationships there, working with the Senate president before Senate President Don Harmon was the Senate president. I was his constituent director of of constituent services well over 20 years ago, working with Speaker Welch to come up with what ultimately has to be a fair and a reasonable plan um, that protects renters like yourself, but also make sure that we're not applying unduly pressure on some of the smaller operations, the mom and pop shops that, um, you know, have a unit that they might rent out and they live um, on the first floor or the second floor. So there's a comprehensive approach that we have to take. It's going to take all of us, quite frankly, to create that balance because right now what we have clearly seen um, that the, the cost of living and what it takes to exist in the city of Chicago, um, workers' um, um, salaries have not kept up, and we've seen these enormous uh, jumps in rent uh, from one year to the next, and it's really forced a lot of families either out of the city of Chicago or it's forced them into places where um, they've had to double up or even worse um, without homes. Raina Johnson is with us. He's running for mayor of Chicago. I, I know you saw it. I saw it. The article in the Trib that said Brandon Johnson once said it was a political goal to defund the police. They're saying you've backed away from that. You want to clarify that? Yeah, the goal is for a better, stronger, safer Chicago. And as you mentioned earlier, the, the security guard in, in, in your building or one of the buildings, look, we have spent more on police per capita than anywhere else in the world or second. And the question is, are we any safer? And the, the answer is obviously we're not safer, right? So we have to do what works. You know, look, I've looked at the police budget. There, there are three or four uh, graphic designers. And I don't know how graphic designers keep us safe. I don't know. Maybe there's some rationale behind it, but we have to explore and look at that. The fact that we have a supervisory rank-and-file ratio that is out of whack with national averages, um, that has caused our uh, our budget, our particular CPD budget, uh, to be out of sync with what the voters of the city of Chicago want or the residents of the city of Chicago want. And so do we find efficiencies in all of our budgets? Absolutely. That's a responsible thing to do because the the failures of the 1990s, and Paul Vallis was in charge of the budget in, in the 1990s. It's the reason why we're in this jacked up situation right now. In my first term, I'm going to eliminate the debt that Paul Vallis caused while also making up to $1 billion of critical investments without raising property taxes. And, of course, that includes us making sure that we're finding all efficiencies within our budget. And here's why that's important. Our rank-and-file officers have said the same thing. Why are we asking police officers to be social workers and marriage counselors? Right? That's what's happening when these calls are coming mm-hmm. through. And so now because we're, they're responding to, to mental health crises, they can't respond to the more serious violent crime. This is about being smart, it's about being strategic, but it's also about making critical investments. And that's what my plan does. I'm the only person to release comprehensive plans about how we're going to keep our city safe and how we're going to pay for it. I'm ready to lead. And those plans are posted on your website, right? They are. BrandedForChicago.com. Our campaign has obviously caught fire. I'm very humbled at the multicultural, multiracial um, campaign that has just really ignited the the energy and the hope of the city of Chicago. I'm very humbled by it. Coming from a working class family as a teacher and as an organizer, I mean, this is something that 
that I'm that I'm incredibly humbled by, and I'm looking forward um, to our conversations as we move forward. But Punch Five, BrandonForChicago.com, they can check all of our information out there, and uh, let's let's win on our hopes and our dreams. Let's not play to the fears that the politics of old have become accustomed to leaving our families behind in the city of Chicago. It's time Thank to move you so forward. Much. We can do that with a Brandon Johnson administration. Thank you all.